Today's scripture reading is from the letter to the Hebrews, the 11th chapter, the 8th and 12th verse. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place where he would later receive his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who are heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. And by faith, even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was enabled to bear children because she considered him faithful who had made the promise. And so from this one man, and he as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. This is the word of the Lord. I, uh, I want to continue the proposition that I've been elucidating at the Mount Zion Church and members, you'll have to just hear it again. Uh, you should have told me you were going to come. I would have done something different. <laughs> I, 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 I love the church. Jesus loved the church. He gave his life for it. And this is your fourth anniversary, and I want, I want to trouble us today, and I want, I want to burden us. I want to, and I want to humble us. I want to humble us. Because we can be cavalier about our membership in the church. We can be we can play with it. We can not embrace it with gusto and, and with, with, with fear, with, with, with reverence, because we don't understand the, the, the awesome privilege that we have to be members of the church. And I want to, it's, I, I've, I'm preaching it at Mount Zion, I started first of the year, uh, and I won't be able to unpack all of this today. And I haven't finished the sermon at Mount Zion, I might finish it for Sunday. Uh, so I won't preach till then again. Uh, the church, God's gift to the world. That's what I want to challenge us with. The church, the, the ecclesia, this called out company of believers, collectively, We are the gift. And I want to use the definite article, understanding the indefinite article, I could say a gift, but I want to say we are the gift, Christ's gift, the, 
God's gift to the world. And I, 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 want, I want us to embrace that, that proposition. And, 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 and what drives me, the pivotal text is John 17, 18, which is the actual Lord's prayer. It is his intercessory prayer. His, he, he prays on his way back to the Father by way of the cross. He, 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 Jesus is seeing his, his, his clearance that he's ready to land the plane. He's at the approach of his, his divine destiny which was not Capernaum, not Bethany, not Samaria, but his, his destiny was on an old rugged cross. His whole life was, was, was aimed at, at giving himself for others. And as he approaches Calvary, where it was essential that he get there. He had to get there. He could not come short of that particular place, that, that pivotal place, that, that, that it, it was an ignominious place. It was an ugly place. It was a contradictory place. It was a sad place. It was, it was a intersection, place of intersection. But it was a must place. He had to go there. They tried, and I'm off right now. I'm trying, I'll get back. They tried to waylay him. They tried to divert him, Satan knew that that hill far away would be the end of his reign. The cross was not Satan's plan. Satan was not working on the cross. God was working. Man was at his best, but God there was at his best. Man was at his worst, but God was at his best, rather, on the cross. Man was at his worst, God was at his best. That's what I'm trying to say. On the cross. When he was two years old, they tried to destroy him, Satan. 
when he was tempted in the wilderness, Satan tried to disqualify him. When he talked about going to Calvary, Peter tried to dissuade him. When he got on the cross, they also tried to discourage him. If thou be the son of God, come down. Songwriters write, it was at the cross where I first saw the light. And the burdens of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight. And now I'm happy all day. He was on his way to Calvary. And, and, and pardon me for that diversion. I just felt it right there. And, and not, not the Lord's prayer, not, not the model prayer, but the intercessory prayer. He prays for his disciples and he prays for all believers years to come. And, he's, and he, it's the 18th verse, I believe, of the 17th chapter of, of the Johannine Gospel. He says this, as the Father hath sent me, send I you. As God has sent me into the world to be the gift of the world. To the world. He came for the world, not for angels. He came for the world. As, as the Father has, has sent me into the world, he, he, he says to his disciples, send I you. Now, the church would be birthed at Pentecost, but the disciples were impregnated with the church. The church that would be born, the disciples, this, this motley crew, these fishermen, these men that were on the margins of life, uh, lived in the ghettos of Nazareth and Galilee. They were, they were privileged to be impregnated with the church that would be birthed at Pentecost. Oh, y'all walking with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and Jesus says, I am the gift to the world. Listen at him in the gospel that is in, in, in miniature. For God so loved the world, John 3, 16, that he gave his only begotten son. Jesus was the gift to the world. The world didn't know it. The world didn't understand it. There were, they, they, they were ignorant of the fact that he was, he was God's 
gift wrapped in swaddling clothes, not in regal splendor, not born from the elite crowd. That's why they missed the gift, because of his wrapping. He was wrapped in swaddling clothes that was indicative that the word that was with God in the beginning, the Logos, uh, and the word became flesh wrapped in, in swaddling clothes, but physically wrapped in human flesh. They missed the gift. That he came to his own and his own received him not because of, of, of the wrapping of the gift. Wrapped in swaddling, born in the obscure village of Bethlehem, raised in the ghettos of Nazareth. They didn't know what they had in Jesus. He was not their cup of tea. He was, he, he was not what they had expected him to be. He, he, he did not come with, with an army marching through Jerusalem, uh, yeah, uh, taking over, uh, creating uh, uh, an army against the apartheid of that day. They, they, they missed him because he... he he was not a, a, a military leader. He, he was not a social activist. He, he, he was not what they expected. They missed the gift in him. We have it read that he came to his own and his own received him not because of his fixation on Calvary. His face was fixed as a flint towards Jerusalem. I don't know what y'all waiting on. I'm preaching now. <laughs> he says, he says, as a father, have sent me, send I you. I'll come back to this maybe. They crucified him on the cross. Can I say this on my way to heaven? Who killed Jesus? I'm rambling now. Who killed him? Was it the Romans? Was it the Jews? Was it the Greeks? Who killed Jesus? Can I say to us today, when you think about us, we have life. We have it. But Jesus was life. We have life. We possess life. But Jesus was life. I would suggest to you 
that they could not kill Jesus. McCoy, he had too much life in himself to die. Y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. Every time the funeral would come and he would show up, dead folk couldn't stay dead. He had so much life. How could nails and a spear and, 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 and a whip take the life of the life giver? No man taketh my life, he said. I. But he did die. He did die. Let me wake y'all up. He did die. Yeah, you helping me preach. <laughs> he died and the grave couldn't hold him. Didn't need it but for three days. It was a borrowed grave. Went into the grave and made it a safe place for bodily resurrection. Looked at death taking the sting out of it, robbed the grave of her victory. Rose up on Sunday morning. They thought, hear me, that they got rid of Jesus. They thought he's done with. But Jesus, death and resurrection made way for the birth of the church. Hear me. The church I'm going to say something critical. The church is the reincarnation of Jesus. The church is, watch it, is the body of Christ. The church is the extension of the incarnation. The church is Jesus back on the planet. In the church, Jesus has made a re-entry Y'all ain't hearing me. The church, I'm not talking about simply a congregation. Let me say something here. Let me, let me say, Lord, keep my money. Let me say something here. Let me. I, I think one of the dangers that I hear all across the country is the notion of autonomy, our independence, 
Now, y'all not Baptist in name, but you're Baptist in theology. That's all you are. We boast, Pastor, of our independence. That I'm, I'm not, I'm independent. We, we have no bishop. We have, we have no, no pope. We have no one that dictates to us. We are, you, City Church is an independent church. You, you have no connection with another church to the place that they boss you around. It's you, your board of directors, your board of trustees, or whatever governance you might have that, 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 that you look to. But, 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 but uh, progressive, Antioch progressive cannot, cannot dictate to you. St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church cannot dictate to you. If, if you belong to another group of churches, they cannot dictate to you. We call ourselves independent, autonomous, autonomous independent. That has been a problem with us understanding that city church is not the church. And I think we do ourselves an injustice when we claim to be a church when really all, all that we are is a congregation of the church of Jesus Christ. Y'all missing it. We are connected organically if this has happened. Two things, three things, two, two things got to happen for you to be in the church. Two things. You got to be born of the Spirit individually. You, 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 it, for you to be, now you can join a congregation, but you got to be born into the church. Oh, bless his name. You can sign a contract, a membership contract to be a part of a, of a, of a congregation, but to be a part of the body of Christ it, 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 you got to be born again because it is a, it is a mystical connection. Oh, bless his name. I think I will. Something mysterious has to happen for you to become a part of the body of Christ. You can slip into the city church. You can come in with, with no, nothing that has happened that is supernatural. But to be in the body of Christ, you got to have experience. You should have experienced a, a supernatural experience. You can't hobo your way into the body of Christ. Anybody listening here? You, you, you can't sneak your way into it. You got to be born again. Y'all hearing what I'm trying to say? You, you got to be born again to be a part of the authentic church. And it's bigger than the city church. The city church is just a microcosm. 
of the body of Christ. Did I lose them? And, 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 and pastor, don't get lost on an island with no connection with other like faith and order bodies. Church is bigger. I'm so glad to see multi-ethnic expressions in here. Ain't a black church. Mm. He looking for the church, not black church. No, 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 not a white church, but church. The church of Jesus Christ, you have to be born into it. Something has to happen to you internally to be a part of the body of Christ. Yeah, gotta be born of the Spirit. Are y'all listening? We're watching. To be in the body of Christ, you gotta be baptized by the Spirit. That ain't spooky. The baptism of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said that he was the baptizer. He would baptize by agency of the Holy Spirit. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit that places us, watch it, into the one, one anotherness. When you're born again, watch this, watch, watch it. When, 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 when grace reaches down and faith reaches up and when the Holy Ghost brings grace and faith New life starts. You are born of the Spirit and watch it. When you are born again, you receive the Jesus nature. When you're born again, it, it's not heady. It's something happens on the inside of you that you receive new life. Are y'all hearing me? I, 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 I don't have time, but if anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. We get new life, and that new life is the life of Jesus that's in us. But then he places us by the way of not water baptism, but spirit baptism into the one anotherness. I'm losing you. 
We are baptized into the body and we have an indispensable union with one another. And it's bigger than city church. It includes Mount Zion churches. It, 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 it includes churches in Egypt and Israel, churches throughout the world. We, we form one Catholic church. Let me say it. Not Roman Catholic, but universal. One, he's coming back for one church, not two, but for one church. We are, we are, we are baptized into the one anotherness. He calls it the body of Christ. We are members of the body of Christ. And watch it, it's not merely metaphorical. It's a spiritual reality that we are hands and feet and ears and legs and toes symbolically representing that we are members of one body. And watch it. As Jesus was the gift to the world, he, 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 he was, watch it, he, he, oh bless his heart, bless his name. Jesus, I'm gonna use the word, Jesus was, was the monogamous. He was the uniqueness in his gift. And the church is uniquely exclusive. Watch it. He operates only in Jesus. He operates only in his church. I think I'm too deep this morning. <laughs> he transacts salvation only in Jesus. He transacts salvation's message and gospel only through his church. Watch this. As the Father has sent me, send I you. Where did he send Jesus? Into the world. Where does he send the church? Into the world. We don't do our best in church. We are sent to the world. It's not the elitists, it's not the pastors, it's not the elders, it's, it's not the board of directors, but every member who is part of the church, individually and collectively, we are sent to transact business in the world. If we're going to be a gift to the world, we got to go to the world. Our business is in the marketplace, not in the sanctuary or in the... Our giftedness is to be expressed in the world. Look, look what he did. He called us 
out of the world. Ecclesia, Gail. He calls us out of the world. And he fixes us. He changes us. He is transforming us continuously. We are becoming who we already are. He's done a great thing in our lives. He, 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 he has moved us from darkness to the marvelous light. He's done something on the inside of us. There's been a great change in me. I am so happy. I am so free. Since Jesus brought me out of darkness into the marvelous light. He's done something marvelous, miraculous in my life. He, I, I am the inexplicable because he touched me. And all the joy that flooded my soul, something happened. And, and now I know that he touched me, but then he sends us back. Back to where you work, live, play, and learn. And watch it. We do our best Christianity in darkness. We are meant to transact business in darkness. Go back to darkness and be lights. We do our best in darkness. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Up and down the street, I'm gonna let it, let it shine. Y'all ain't all that contemporary. Y'all remember that? <laughs> he sends us back into the world to be examples of what God can do to those who will surrender their lives to him. Listen, what time y'all get out here? We're called to shine in darkness. Let me hit this a minute. We, we, <laughs> I'm going to say something, but it ain't going to be right. I'm going to say this. Don't take this wrong, but I'm going to say it, Vinny. And, and, and we are Moonies. All right. Okay. Not that cult. But our task in darkness is the task of the moon at night. And the moon at night, watch it, does not have its own light. 
It shines at night, but it can't brag about its shineability. That's a made-up word. It, 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 can't, it, it can't boast about, but it's, 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 we, 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 are, we, are, we live in the night, but we are children in, of the day. Are y'all hearing me? That's what we are. We are children in the day that live our lives in the night of life, in the darkness of life, in the sinful corners of life. That's where we, that's where we live. But we are children of the day. We are children of the, of the sun. But we are moon folk. Because the sun is shining on the moon. Jesus is the light. He's the sun that's shining on the moon. And we simply bounce back the light of Jesus in dark places. Oh, y'all hearing me? Oh, bless his holy name. That's our task. That's our gift to the world. Jesus, he gave the world his life that the world might have life. I, 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 I got so much I want to say. Second Corinthians the fifth chapter and about the 18th verse I believe to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world back to himself. God was in Christ. Where was he? In Christ. Doing what? Bringing the world back into relationship with the Father. God was in a dilemma if I can say this, don't throw rocks at me. God was in a dilemma because he was too holy and we were too sinful for God and man to have a relationship. God was too holy, man was too sinful. But if man was to have life, he would have to have a connection with, with, with God but his sins, man, humanity, kept mankind at bay. But God's holiness kept him at bay. We couldn't get to God and God couldn't get to us. But if we were to be saved, we got to get to God. And if God is to save us, he got to get the man. But sin blocked that connection. Y'all don't know when to shout. <laughs> to wit, God was in Christ reconciling, bringing both sinful man and righteous holy God back together. Here, here, here it is, here it is, here it is. That's why we are Christians and not Buddhists yes. or some other 
ism that should be a wasm? The reason why I am a Christian, the only way I can get to God is through Jesus Christ. For God was working in Christ, reconciling the world back to himself. The only way we can rendezvous with God is in Jesus. Watch it. And only the reconciled can participate in the ministry and the word of reconciliation. What am I saying? I'm hunking it off now. What I'm saying here to you, that the church is an exclusive place for God's activity. Just like Jesus is the monogonese, the unique son, the church is the unique institution for reconciliation. We are the gift to the world. Are y'all hearing me? We have the message of hope, we have the word of hope, and we must see, see that we are a mission of hope. We have the word of hope, the gospel of Jesus Christ. We got the good news. We got the ministry of the good news, which is reconciliation, but then we are on the mission of hope. Let me say this, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm really done. I think I said it last time. Let me repeat. Your boss, your coworker, your fellow collegiate, your neighbor, your friend, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, maybe your husband, maybe your wife. They asking you the question, what would I have if I had Jesus? Did I ask that question before? Yes, sir. I thought I did. What would I have? I want you, you you're a member of city team. And your world is asking, your straw man, if I gave my life to Jesus, what difference would it make? What advantage would it be to me if I became a Christian? The world is asking that question. And we are God's gift to the world that's supposed to be able to demonstrably mm -hmm. answer that question. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Not verbally, no daughter, not verbally, <laughs> not verbally, but in a demonstrative way, we ought to be able to answer the question, what I would have if I had Jesus. 
And a word is not necessary first. It needs a life answer. Your life needs to answer that question. Why did he save me and just leave me here? I'm tired. Why, why when he saved me that he didn't just take me to heaven? What is my purpose in life? What, what, what is my destiny? What, what, why am I here? What, what is my existential reason for being here? Why am I still on planet Earth? To make a living? No. To be a parent, secondary. To be a husband, wife, secondary. To be a co-worker, secondary. Why am I here? What is my purpose in life? To go back where you work, live, play, and learn. To go back to the, the, the marketplace and stop talking and just be. Just go back there and be. Let your light shine. Now you need the Holy Ghost to help you. you. You don't have the sense enough, you don't have the power enough, you don't have the ability to do what he tells you to do. The Christian life is out of your reach, it's far beyond you, but he told us them to wait till the Holy Ghost have come and guess what? He's already come, he's already in you. You indwelt by the Holy Spirit. If you are born again, you have the Holy Spirit in you. You've been baptized by him. You've been indwelled by him. Now you need to be empowered by him to go back and be. Stop talking and just be. Let folks see hope in you. Just go back there and let folks see hope in you. Just, let's, let's them go see, let, uh, see some hope in you. Somebody who's on drugs need to know that Jesus can deliver you. Somebody who's been prostituting and pimping needs to realize that a pimp can become a preacher, a prostitute can become a prophetess. Go on back. Where you work, where you play, and where you learn, and tell folk that I might, I was down, but he lifted me up. I was in the dirt, but he cleaned me up. I was out there, but he brought me in. Go on back. Go on back. And just ask the Holy Ghost, help me to be. Help my light to shine. And give somebody hope. Don't commit suicide. Don't throw in the towel. I was, where, I was where you are. But look at what Jesus have done in my life. He turned me around, planted my feet on holy ground, gave me a new direction, a new determination, a new message, a new song. That's why I'm where I am. That job, getting that salary is secondary. Stop complaining about that job. The money ain't the only thing. You need it to pay your rent, pay your mortgage, but you own that job to let your light shine. You in that neighborhood, not because it's a nice neighborhood or a bad one. You there because you're on assignment. 
You are a gift individually and collectively to the world. 